Welcome to That Cartoon Podcast, where we discuss only the best, highest quality, prime cut animated films. We are your hosts, I'm Kyle Frazier. And I'm Tejinder Singh. All right, everyone, welcome back to episode, what is this, episode four now, I think? Uh, Three or four? Three in canon. Three in canon, four, (laughs) four if we don't talk about we don't talk about our dark secrets in our past and today we we watched a movie um that i picked out this time called uh godzilla planet of the monsters it's a it's a netflix original movie i kind of i guess it's it's hard for me to really call things netflix original movies when i think a studio already was going to make it and they were like hey netflix you want to give us some extra money yeah, it's essentially like Netflix is the distributor. Netflix doesn't have anything yeah. to do except make it so people can watch it. <laughs> yeah, because this movie was made by Toho, who makes all of the other Godzilla movies. So there's there's no way that they just, they didn't have like anything to throw at this movie. They, no. they have plenty of money. Absolutely. This is, I think, my like third time maybe watching this movie, I guess. Um it came out in 2017, um, but this was your first time, right? It was. It was. What were your preliminary thoughts? Um, so I, you know, I went in blind. I didn't even watch a trailer for it before I started it. Um, mm-hmm. I wasn't sure what I was going to expect, honestly, uh, because you know, you you set me up th- saying it's not like any Godzilla story you've ever seen. And most Godzilla stories I've ever seen are usually Godzilla appears. What do humanity do? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but this was very different. This is, yeah. uh, they, they went with a different angle um, with the Godzilla story that is much less hopeful as far as humanity's prospects. Right. And it even, it even brings in aliens like as a, as like a, just an afterthought. Oh, by the way. Oh, yeah, no, there's two two aliens. One of my notes on here, um, what it just says, did not see aliens coming. (laughs) And, and, and we'll get into it a little bit more because I think this is one of like the problems of this, of this entire, because it's a trilogy. I think this is the problem of the trilogy is if you weren't told that the aliens were aliens, you probably wouldn't think that they were aliens because they just look like weird computer animated anime people and then like two of them have pointy ears that's the it's the only real way that you're like oh yeah okay these aren't these aren't normal people and barely noticeable pointy ears if we're being yeah. honest like it's there's not a lot of attention drawn to it, which i guess that's real world but yeah there's no way to tell that these people are the alien cult yeah so before we before we get into anything about the story, um, let's start off with what I you know is probably the most important part of the animation in this. So this is 3D animated, um, like a lot of like a lot of cheaper I guess uh, movies today are because it's just easier to do than drawing everything. Um, it was made by Polygon Pictures, I believe. Um, who also worked on, I think they worked on Transformers Prime. I don't know if you ever watched that show. I never watched it. I, I always saw commercials for it and stuff, but I never watched it. But they also worked at least somewhat on the Clone Wars TV show. Ooh. 
Now that's a that's a hitter. Yeah. So so the you know this is not it's not exactly a studio that doesn't know what they're doing. And although it's not my favorite form of animation, um, I think I've seen way 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 worse three D animation because this seemed stylized like. Yeah, um, so something that I watched this with my brother. Um, I'm here at my parents' house recording this week. Um, I, so I watched this with my brother, and something that we both uh, kind of noticed was the animation really reminded us of the show uh, The Dragon Prince, on Net- also oh, on Netflix. Uh, yeah, I can see that. I can see that a lot. It's because, you know, you say 3D animation, but, you know, it's not, it's not what you're thinking. It's not Pixar DreamWorks. This 3D animation, it's like that that weird mix. It's like 2.5D. It's a mixture of 2D and 3D kind of making them seamlessly blend, but it doesn't actually seamlessly blend. It kind of looks like a, um, and I hate to say this, like early Xbox 360 video game cutscenes. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like that, that comes off as like a, as like a negative or a dig but like that's just the easiest way to explain it like they're not they're not getting super into the weeds of trying to make it look realistic but they're still there's still like an artistic license that they're taking with everything absolutely and yeah so that having been said for the animation i think it was solid throughout it didn't take me out yeah. of the story whatsoever there was no point where i was like well that's goofy um yeah I, well i guess the only real point were the super close-ups of Godzilla. I was like, okay, Godzilla, you, you look, uh, you, I don't know. I don't think the close-ups did him justice, but yeah. the, the, the distance shots of Godzilla were awesome. So, so did you not like the, like the design of Godzilla? Cause he was all like veiny and muscly. Yeah, I guess that was, there was just something so off-putting about the, this Godzilla design for me. So, so it's not, cause there are two other movies and, like the nature of Godzilla in these movies has kind of gone into a little bit more, but the actual design is not, you don't know why it's, he's designed that way. He's, he's designed super bulky um, and his skin and all of his muscles are supposed to like kind of look like tree bark. Mm-hmm. So, so he looks super organic and plant-like on purpose. Um, and there's even a, there's even a line in the movie at one point where they're they're wondering where the line between what is plant life and what are animal life is kind of being blurred at this point yeah and honestly that was um one of my favorite parts was i I guess let's get go ahead and get into the story before we get too much further on that side just because the, the, the story is very different from a godzilla story that i've ever seen before so um tease you want to give us a a bit of a synopsis yeah without going too deep into the weeds um your standard godzilla movie usually has like the first 20 25 minutes of the whole movie of like just people going about their normal lives but like they're getting like a hint of like godzilla shit's happening like they're seeing stuff in water like trembling and stuff like that this no this starts uh i think the term is in media res like at the beginning godzilla's already wrecked everything um a bunch of things have shown up all these other monsters and godzilla's already destroying the earth um there's aliens that had come out to to the world to like 
colonize or you know they were like we want to live here because our planet's gone to hell but then godzilla shows up and they're like okay we'll, we'll, we'll try to fix that doesn't work so humanity just leaves yeah and the, the way they try to fix it is by building of course mecha godzilla but they didn't get a Which chance is, to finish no yeah mecha godzilla fails to initiate he just doesn't start so they're just like we tried <laughs> and you see you see very small glimpses of mecha godzilla in those beginning like uh opening credit scenes mm-hmm. i think that i think he looks amazing he looks super cool looks, looks super cool but you know they just leave because they can't live there because godzilla is destroying everything so humanity what's left of humanity leaves with um these two alien races um god i forget what i forget what their names are they're they're weird names one's called like the Exif, here's it is, the Exif and the Billa Saludo. Neither of those names matter, in my opinion, because <laughs> they just kind of look like slightly weird, like people. Yeah. If this was an, if this was any other anime, they wouldn't be aliens. They'd just be like, oh, look at, look at Bob, like Bob over there. He just happens to have five eyes and yeah, you know I mean, <laughs> like he's, but he's still totally human. Like no one ever questions that, but. They leave and now they're just humanity's just trying to live. Like they're trying to find out another place to live, but they're having trouble because unlike in other sci-fi things, it's not instantaneous travel. Um, they're still going through faster than light travel, but they have all these somewhat realistic science concepts of time dilation and you know all this stuff where since they're going at the speed of light, where they started from to where they are the time doesn't flow in the same time. So they've been on the road, they've been traveling for what, I think like 10 years or something, trying to get to the next planet. But they really have no idea how much time has actually passed back on Earth. Eventually their plans fall through of colonization. And after a report comes out, they decide, let's go back to Earth. It's probably been plenty of time. Godzilla's definitely just dead by like natural causes. So they stop and they decide to go back and they're like, okay, it's been like, we, we've calculated. It's been like 10, what is it? 10,000 years or so. They, they calculated no dead. They calculated at 10,000, but they end up being off and it's actually 20,000. Exactly. Yeah. They're like, okay, it's been 10,000 years. Godzilla's definitely dead. There's no way he's still alive, which as a viewer who's watched Godzilla movies and other monster movies, like you were like, why would you think that? Yeah, why would you just assume it? that this thing just ever gonna go away? Like, why would you think this problem is gonna go away? But I guess as like people in the story, like, yeah, no, ten thousand years, no way he's still alive. Yeah, nothing lives that long. They go back, and unfortunately, he's still alive. Not only is he still alive, but the entire planet's now way, way different since it's been twenty thousand years. All like the vegetation has overtaken all of the cities and all of the human uh, structures that are around. It's just a gigantic like world forest, basically. That um, was, razor that, was sharp my plants. that was my favorite. Part. Yeah. It's very cool, but like they have to send down like an expedition force because like, like they find out God still is still super there. And now they're like, well, what if we, what if we put this plan together we try to take out godzilla 
no idea why they thought that it would work. Um, because if they had the ability to do that, why didn't they do that 20,000 years ago? But whatever. Yeah, I think I think it's a desperation thing because at first they're like, we're going to find a, a new planet to live on. But yeah. after like 25 years of finding nothing, um, yeah, I think their hopes have taken a beating. Yeah, because it's, it's, <laughs> it's only like 20 or 25 years for uh, by their perspective. So like yeah. a lot of the people that are still there's a lot of people that are still alive that were there when godzilla first showed up so they're they're very this is a very like big shock to them because by their perspective 20 years ago the earth was completely different and now it's it's regressed to as if you know before humanity even was on the planet um but also super weird because i guess godzilla has been doing some fuck shit with the with the ecosystem and now all the plants are made of like razor sharp metal or something. I mean, it's so cool because you know the the, the plants had to evolve to the new apex predator, right? So yeah, which is Godzilla. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they had to figure out how to survive. <laughs> After that, you know, then there's just the big climax fight of them fighting Godzilla, um, and that's basically how the movie ends. I mean, there's a big twist at the end that I'm not gonna. I, I I'm just gonna you know not talk about it just yet but other than that that's not that's really all that happens not much really happens in this movie it's really just a setup movie in my opinion yeah it, it definitely it feels like a setup um especially the, with the twist that you kind of uh, teased at there it's definitely like oh so there's a much bigger hill to climb coming forward yeah <laughs> so 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 that's the basic story. And I mean, as far as stories go, you know, it's not it's not the best written thing ever, but it's still pretty good. It's entertaining, in my opinion. It keeps you engaged. Um, it is a little slow because um, I feel like everything's really builds up to that final 15, 20 minutes of that fight with Godzilla at the end. But before that, not much is really happening. Yeah, there's politics. There's a uh, there's yeah. alien slash human politics about what the uh, what's what's the most prudent position to go forward yeah. with. You know, the realistic yeah. <laughs> like you, you would want to talk about your decisions if it's going to possibly end your entire race. Yeah, it's there's a lot of weird there's a lot of weird things that like popped up in the movie for me when people when characters would say this stuff and I'd be like, wait a minute. Because at one point after they're like, well, we can't fight Godzilla. Let's just leave. We'll set up a base on the moon and then we'll just like send down expeditionary forces every so often to get like supplies and water and replenish and we'll just live up there. And as soon as that person said that, I was like, wait a minute, that was an option? Why, why did <laughs> yeah. you just start with that? <laughs> yeah, uh, so a question I had that I wanted to ask you is... Uh... But what do you think you would do? Would you, let's not talk about the moon option because obviously that's the best option. But obviously the best. Option. Obviously the moon option is best. But uh, yeah. if you were faced with, you know, kind of puttering around in space for a couple more years, or returning to a planet with a Godzilla, what do you think you would do? I think so. Would you take the drift, or would you? Would you just no? Like, I, would, let's go I don't think I would go to. I don't think I would go to space because 
it's very clear in this movie that like space is not working out for them. It's cold. They don't have a lot of food. It's implied that they might be like killing people off by pretending to send them out like to scan, like scout planets, but like they're really just getting rid of old people. Space, fuck that. Especially when you take into account that there's two separate alien races that are now in the same, like, they're, they're doing the same thing that you are. So why would I expect it to be work, you know, for it to work out better for me? I, especially if I had the option of coming back like 20,000 years at this point, the world's all weird. There's no other monsters around as far as I know. I would go back and I would just live where Godzilla isn't. Yeah, and that, that's, a, that's a thing. They kind of uh, charge Godzilla head on. Just yeah, they go directly uh, they, for him. They scan the whole planet, find where he probably is, and goes for it. Um, yeah. Go on the opposite side of the planet. They'll probably take him, take, him, take him a little while to get there, probably. Granted, the point of, their, of them going down there was to try to kill Godzilla. So it makes sense why they would go directly for him and all that stuff. But like, if I was just trying to like live, like just me, I'll just go wherever Godzilla isn't because I got a solid year before I have to move. Well, here's the thing. They, they say this, I think multiple times that they hit Godzilla with 150 nuclear warheads. So I probably would, I don't think facing Godzilla would even be a thing that I was thinking about. I'd be like, no, it's done. We tried. We literally used the best weapon that humanity has to offer and we failed. So yeah, I would go with your option and just live in Australia for a bit. I don't know. Yeah. Although granted, moon option, definitely the number one option, but this is assuming yes. we're not doing that one. Yeah, assuming we can't get people on board for the more logical option, which given today's day and age, we probably couldn't. I feel like a lot of people would just go to the moon. I feel like a lot of people from every swath of life on both sides of the political aisle would be like, fuck yeah, let's go to the moon. <laughs> Maybe. Some people be like, no, that's our planet, like the main character yeah. of our story. <laughs> yeah, so the main that, character uh, reminds yeah. me, I haven't finished the series, but he reminds me of the main character from um, Attack on Titan, with just how oh, obsessed, yeah. uh, was it Aaron Yeager, I think? It is Aaron Yeager, yeah. Uh, he, just how obsessed he is, and he just has this irrational chip on his shoulder. I mean, I get it, your planet's been like, messed up and everything but it's like a real david versus goliath story he's just he thinks he can do something crazy against godzilla it's it's weird because he's taken it so personally yeah As like God godzilla like like came to fuck him up specifically like dog <laughs> like everyone's everyone has the same beef with godzilla but he's acting as if it's him like nah it's me and godzilla like we're the real fight here yeah, he's like, this burden is on my shoulders squarely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it's a funny, that's a funny that reference funny. for Attack on Titan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you haven't finished, I think you said you haven't finished or you're not caught up on Attack on Titan. No, I, I do kind of know what happens. My brother, uh, he likes to spoil oh. things for me. Um, <laughs> I, I've been caught up on things about an island. I won't say anything. Okay. More. 
Um, okay, I was gonna say because at season at season three, it really take after season three, it really takes a turn. <laughs> yeah, that's what I yeah. So I, I watched until end of season two, and I still loved it, but I was like, yeah, I don't really need. Oh, to keep watching gets, the same story. Oh, it gets really good. No, 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 it gets really, really good. Um, I would recommend you keep watching. Yeah, I probably will. I'm hooked. I watch it every week. Oh, it's still coming out. I thought it finished right now. It's not. The, so the manga's been been finished for I think a year um the anime is still coming out which in my opinion the anime is the much better of the two just because the manga is not drawn well i don't think mm. it's drawn well um the anime is amazing and i think it's been made by like i, I don't know who may i don't remember who makes this but like they they have money uh, <laughs> yeah they got money and they, they have time <laughs> it it looks beautiful and that's one of the reasons it's so popular that's one of the reasons like demon slayer is so popular because it's just such beautiful animation um and the story's wild the story gets wild so you should definitely keep watching it's it's probably got another like 10 maybe 11 episodes left um but it's all it's still the sub the dub has not will not probably be made for a while and actually, so speaking of dubs, uh, for, for the movie that we watched, I, I obviously did the English dub because I'm an anti-weeb. I've watched both. Um, and I, I don't think there's much difference, especially since most of the dialogue is nonsense techno babble for a lot of this movie. Yeah, um, definitely. Uh, so, But there is something that I did notice. I, I noticed it with this one. I noticed it a bit with... Um, the last one that you you suggested, Berserk. Yeah. Um, usually the so the English dub. Usually, so I also watch it with subtitles because that's just the person that I am. I, I I do too, and I like to watch like to see. They're they're different from the the what the people are actually saying because they use the, the sub, yeah they use the Japanese subtitles but like the English translation. But so like there's always these little different things and like that's not how he said that or like sometimes it's completely different but it just has the same meaning as the yeah. the words that are down there. <laughs> they're they're getting the they're getting the gist of it and I'm just yeah. like well but then I think like well maybe if maybe they recorded it that way like how it's written and they were like no this sounds super stupid when you say it in English out loud. One hundred percent. Okay. There were plenty of times that I read the thing the the subtitles and I was like well that's not really. How no one talks like that, that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um i mean overall I, I really i really enjoyed it um i did too i i but, liked that unlike other 3d or you know 3d or 2.5d animations this they committed the whole time mm-hmm. this wasn't one of those things where they were like okay um we have these uh 2d animation you know it's probably still not drawn. It's computer animated still, but it looks like that. But then for the more expensive scenes, we're going to do this jarring shift to 3D. No, all consistent. And even, you know, while some people might not like the, might not like the look, it's much more pleasing to watch than those jarring transitions where things just get different out of nowhere. The animation is super consistent. The story is pretty solid um it, it does seem like they're just kind of like forcing um a romance in this one part with uh the the lady and the main character guy and i was just like that doesn't need 
He doesn't even fall in love. He's just an angry dude. <laughs> yeah. But I, I feel like that's all. They always like. There's always. They always try to have a character that's like, for the, especially the super angry character that's like, well, this is who brings out his softer side. And unfortunately, it's always a woman. So it always becomes a, um, like a romance subplot. Um, very rarely, it's like a child. You know what I mean? Like, dude, this should be a bromance. Like, like your 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 good dude friend that just brings out the soft side of you. And so yeah, just he, almost. He and I never have that. He and I, we cuddle. We we boil some tea. We watch Game of Thrones. So it's a good time. It can't. We you know we we all wish that every anime was JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, but they can't. Be. <laughs> they can't all be. Godzilla is just a muscly man. Just a muscly man. Just like with wearing skin leather, tight leather, skin yeah. tight. <laughs> Wait a minute. Write that down. I have to make a pitch to Netflix. Like there is no mystery in uh, in Godzilla's grinder account. Yeah. <laughs> do you watch, do you ever watch JoJo's Bizarre Adventure? Like all of it? No, um, but I'll tell you my experience with JoJo. My my friends in high school who loved anime, they told me you would love this anime, and so I bought it with my own money. I bought the first one, and <laughs> yeah. it it turned me off of anime for years. You, uh, I'm <laughs> Omega, so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. No one, no one who likes JoJo's, no one's first seat like the first season of JoJo's, not the good one. Season two and season three are the good ones. They're all different. Like every season, completely different characters for the most part. You know, so there's some characters that are recurring, but like there's like giant time jumps. Um, so that first season with all those British fucks, not good. Yeah. <laughs> um, you, you, I would say give it another chance, but it's just funny because everyone is dressed up in these like ridiculous skin tight, like sleeveless leather outfits everyone and they're like walking through and like i wonder who the bad guy is and there's like people walking through and they're just all wearing normal clothes and then there's just like one guy wearing like a one piece like go-go suit and they're just like oh yeah it's probably that guy (laughs) oh my god yeah and they gotta love uh how they make people stick out (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's just so unnecessary but i think i think it's on purpose like after the first time he was like this is hilarious yeah. i'm gonna keep doing it. i'm gonna keep doing it and the fans love it it's great it's just like an inside joke between the the creator and the fans <laughs> it feels it feels like it at this point but um getting back to getting back to this movie oh yes um, yes were there things that you didn't like about the story that you would have changed um well like i said i don't think there was really a need to have any kind of love interest um for the most part i think the story flowed really well um it i god i can't tell you how much i love the the evolution of the earth without the presence of of humans or at least as, as far as we know um i love that love that aspect godzilla um the close-ups weren't great for me no, I, I liked it all. Um, and, you know, you got to love a good movie that, you know, talks just enough uh, science jargon to confuse you, but also, like, you understand what's happening well enough. Yeah. If if I was 
very science literate, I'd probably be like, that's not how time dilation works. But as someone who has a, who someone who has like a very basic knowledge, I'm just like, okay, I'll buy that. Yeah, someone who's only experienced with this is watching Christopher Nolan's Interstellar. You'll enjoy it. You don't have to think exactly, too much. Exactly. Like like <laughs> just just enough techno babble for you to be like, okay, but not enough that you'll be like, okay, this is sounds like I'm. <laughs> yeah. This sounds like I'm learning. I don't want to learn. Yeah. <laughs> Not, not here to go through your equations which some movies do and you know what i get bored at, at some points so. yeah some movies uh love love exposition it's just like they hey, try to explain just they try to, to explain the science <laughs> yeah they, they'll try to explain the science way too much and it's still all like fake you know what i mean mm-hmm. like, none of the stuff they're saying if they're if they're fictional science they're trying to like legitimize it and you're just like i didn't need to know I don't need to know why magic is there, why magic is real. Yeah. I have already accepted it. And sometimes things just sound good. You know, uh, Stan Lee, yeah. when he created Hulk, he, he was just like, I didn't know what gamma rays were. And there were scientists that were, were like, that's not what gamma rays do. And they, yeah, but yeah. It's, that, it sounds good. I don't think you needed to be a scientist to know that that's definitely <laughs> yeah. not what gamma rays yeah. do. Oh, you mean gamma rays don't turn you into a green rage monster? I mean, that's what happened to the green giant. And then he decided to get mellow and sell vegetables instead. <laughs> um, I think my biggest gripe with the movie, and it's what I said, it's just, it's a Godzilla movie that had not enough Godzilla in it, I think. Well, I, I, I would disagree with you, I think, there. Because I think the other ones have too much Godzilla. I, 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 that's fair. I think it's almost a... Um... A Jaws scenario. It's better not to show the monster that much, I think, because then it's the mystery. Yeah. It's the buildup to seeing this grand beast. And he's huge. He's, he's huge. huge. And we'll get into a little bit of spoiler here. Um, their plan ends up being successful. They're the plan that they ultimately land on. And they kill yeah, Godzilla. Kill obliterate it. And they celebrate. They're so happy. Um, yeah. And then it looks like there's a mountain just collapsing and moving in the background <laughs> it's like it turns out godzilla's been busy he he's had some kids they just killed one of his uh, young ones and yeah godzilla is actually just like the size of a, like a country at this point yeah he's he's huge like they're, they're, then real godzilla shows up and he's like um like i, th- I think like they say it uh in one of the other movies is he's like 300 or 400 meters high and it's like oh okay we <laughs> underestimated the assignment yeah <laughs> it's like oh and that's when the movie ends yeah that, that's how the movie ends um it just oh okay so you did not win anything there was no victory in this movie uh and then, accomplished nothing then there's a nice little easter egg uh, which i had left i went to the bathroom once the movie was over and my brother started oh you didn't getting... see the post credits well no i i did because my brother started yelling for me. He's like, hey, Kyle, Kyle. And so <laughs> I, I came out, he had paused it. Um, there are humans, which I which was an idea that I had. I was like, but what about like the humans that didn't escape Earth? Would they still yeah. be here? And I, I kept thinking about that, but I was like, fine, whatever, they're all dead. But post-credit scene, our main character has been saved from super ultra Godzilla by a native earthling human. 
um, who's all done up in tattoos, and then then it's over. Yeah, I think I think the movie does a really good job of making you want to watch the rest of them. Yes, uh, it, it definitely baits you well. Um, it baits like you, you very well. Like you said, kind of slow build up, but you know it's. You know, I think we said something along these lines about Berserk. It's the first in a trilogy. Mm-hmm. If you plan on making three movies, you're not going to blow your load on the first movie. It's one of those movies, and I'll say this about both Berserk and Godzilla. If you have no intention of watching all three, you're wasting your time watching just one. Because you might not like just the first movie, but you might like all three as a combined story so i think anyone wanting to maybe watch these movies has to take that into account of i have to be potentially ready to watch them all before i know whether or not i'm satisfied with this series definitely uh i haven't i haven't completed either trilogy i was satisfied with both films yeah i can definitely tell that they're just the beginning and that they're just a part of a bigger story, which will hopefully be even more satisfying. I, I agree. They stand alone. They stand up. Yeah. They, they stand up with their own story. But if you don't happen to like them that much, it might be because you want the whole story. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. You might just you might just be like, well, I wish there was more of X. And then it's like, well, maybe if you watch the second movie, yeah, <laughs> you'll be surprised that that shows up. Um you're gonna see yeah what did you so you did what what's your previous experience with like godzilla movies i think you said you watched the most recent um like series of movies i did yeah i um i got a cold at one point earlier in the year and um it was a cold it was not covid got checked um got cold and I was on the bed for three days and I watched all of the new movies. So it was like uh, the new Godzilla, Kong Skull Island, and then Godzilla versus King Kong. I watched them all. I'll say that I was entertained, but they weren't good movies. The only one that I thought was a, the only one that was good, I thought was Kong Skull Island. Kong Skull Island, I was legit like, this is a solid fucking movie, you know? Yeah, I've seen all, I saw them all. I think I binged them. Uh, over the course of like two days or something basically what you did yeah um because i'd never seen them and i forget what i i had i really i found out that they were all on this specific streaming app so i was like oh i better watch them now before they're not on there anymore because i'll probably just never watch them at that point yeah shout out hbo max i think it was hbo max yeah, <laughs> yeah. um <laughs> watched them all they're not gonna win any like oscars or anything like that they're not never not big thinker movies um but they're really entertaining they're like they're like if the fast and furious movies were good um <laughs> yeah i know you love those movies so I, i'm not gonna talk shit about them too much <laughs> um <There you. laughs> one thing that, one thing i really liked about this movie that the other movies don't do and every not i won't say every i will haven't watched every godzilla movie but in most of the godzilla movies i watch Godzilla's like breath weapon or when he like shoots his mouth laser or whatever you want to call it yeah it's like a stream like you know what I mean it's either like weird blue molten fire or he's like firing a Kamehameha out of his mouth yeah that's usually like what 
other movies do. In this one, it's just like a quick like beep, and then things just explode. Yeah. Which I liked a lot because I feel like that makes it seem way more devastating and impactful. Yeah, and you know, like we talked about the science jargon. I'm not saying we got confused for all of it. We're not complete dummies. There, there were things that like made sense. Um, yeah. Like it had Godzilla, the baby Godzilla that they kill has a force field around it. And it seems to be like generated by electricity on its back. And yeah, he's got like also, some sort of electromagnetism on, on his like dorsal fins or something. Yeah, he, he has some super crazy electromagnetic power, but also you know, he has his atomic or nuclear breath. Um, and it just, I really like how they did his powers in this one. I, it just, it seemed like it all made sense. Like all the powers weren't too overpowered because, well, in the next one, they probably will be because he's super ultra mega Godzilla. It still is pretty overpowered though. Cause if you get hit by it, you're just, you're just dead. Like that's not, you're not surviving getting hit by one of Godzilla's atomic breaths. Well, yeah, but this is like his, this is like a ten thousand year old being, so he has to be somewhat overpowered, just not like god status. Which I I feel like just based off what happens in the end of this one, I feel like the super ultra mega Godzilla is definitely going to be um, very difficult, a very difficult adversary. <laughs> I, I was... I will say nothing because, in my opinion, the next two movies are much, much better. Not that this one was bad, but they're so much more fun to watch that I'm not even going to take the risk of spoiling what happens in them. Hey, I'm, I'm all for that. I don't like spoilers. I remember uh, I, I just bought the six Harry Potter book. And my, <laughs> friend, my friend from middle school, who is a much faster reader than me, called me. And the first thing he said to me was, can you believe Dumbledore died? And I was like, brother, I am halfway through this book. You just like, don't talk to me for a week. <laughs> <laughs> you remember people used to like line up on midnight to go buy those books. Uh, there's, I remember a lot of things about like when we were younger that people used to do. And like the idea of people doing that now, ridiculous lining Absolutely. up outside of like GameStop or whatever to pick up like the new Halo or whatever. Yeah. For, for, for honestly basically lining up for anything. Anything ridiculous to me. And and something that's even more ridiculous that still happens. It's still a big thing in this country because capitalism Black Friday. Black Friday is a nightmare day. It is like a hellscape yeah. scenario. And people Black, people people Black willingly rush into it. <laughs> it's it's and it's only get it's only gotten worse because like now there's no there's no reason to actually go black friday shopping so places that are offering it have to make it have to make it worth your while yeah they're like hey 80 percent off <laughs> it's just like oh okay cool uh people are going gonna to trample these children <laughs> yeah <laughs> but now you just do all that online like i will never i would never wait for a game to be like wait outside of a, a game store to get like a new video game and be like oh cool hey look i can download it on my computer right now 100 and you know i used to i have i still have a solid uh animation dvd collection um animated uh, dc movies all that good junk but like i stopped growing it 
two or three years ago because I just started downloading everything digitally and it's just now I just yeah. have these these relics of a different time sitting on the shelf. It, it's it's tough because like I have all these movies that have sentimental value to me because I like them and that's why I bought them. I don't buy movies if I don't like them. You know what I mean? I'm assuming you're the same way. Like now it's like if I have this movie, it's because I, I really liked it and I wanted to be able to watch it at any time, which you couldn't you do back then. Yeah, 100%. Now it's like just taking up space and I'm not going to throw them away. Like I have all my, I have all the extended editions of all the Lord of the Rings movies. Yeah. Um, but when I bought them, I bought a lot of them were like the original releases. Um, Cause you know, I have that, that seven, uh, seven disc, two towers, like book version, you know what I'm talking yeah. about? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think you were there when I bought it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I think, uh, uh, was it IFY or FYE or something? No, so it, was, it was some random, it was some random, like, uh, vintage toy store in Morgantown. Um, this place was just some dude that had, like, opened uh, up, because they didn't, they didn't last long. And I'm glad I got in there and I bought some cool stuff while they were there. Now I watch it again, and because they're DVD releases it doesn't look that good on a 4k tv yeah so i'm like oh should i want to should... buy these again on blu-ray or should i just watch them on on tv like you know what i mean yeah for yeah. some reason streaming those movies doesn't feel as good as popping in the disc and i don't think that'll i don't think that'll ever change yeah and you know i'm i remember having a similar feeling with uh, vhs when the, the switch happened obviously many many moons ago but um i we had the box set for the original star wars trilogy and that always felt special popping that in rewinding it after you're done and the dvd yeah. the, then the dvd felt less special because it's just like a very simple thing and now it's fucking all you do is click one button now it's i feel if you're not <laughs> if you're not using if you're not watching them from streaming or you're not watching blu-rays what are you doing 100 <laughs> Which but, and but what's surprising me is what's surprising me is like this movie had a a did like a, a physical release in Japan. Yeah, I was looking at that and uh, it it grossed. It had like um, oh, it, it set some kind of record in Japan. It did really well. The like opening yeah. weekend in Japan, it killed it, but it did not have a public release in the U.S. except for Netflix. Yeah, that that I'm not surprised by. But no, like, not at all. Just the just the fact that a movie because I'm imagining maybe it was distributed internationally by netflix but the plan was for them to always have a theatrical because it had a theatrical release um and then they were just having netflix distribute it right yeah but i don't know when 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 it's so readily available on a streaming service the idea of physical dvd sales or blu-ray sales just seems like a waste of money to me right it does. Uh, I think the only, the only benefit. Okay, no, two benefits. Apocalypse yeah. happens, um, and all you, and you still have some form of electricity. You don't have Wi-Fi. Boom. Great. Good job. Second thing, though, is really like, I, I like on streaming. It's too much. <laughs> like I, yeah. I can't decide what to watch on streaming. I have a bit, you know, I have a large DVD collection, but it is still limited. It is not unlimited. Um, yeah. So I could go through and I don't like the first shelf, second shelf, 
and I get a third shelf and I'm like, well, this is my last shelf to pick something. So then I'll pick something, you know, but you could just go to the next category or whatever on Netflix or you know, fuck Netflix. So let's just go to Hulu and stream their thousands of choices. And- he, did, he didn't mean that Netflix. We love you. <laughs> me. You don't have to sponsor yes. Kyle, only me. Um, <laughs> um get us you're gonna get us ruined Kyle. Yeah, damn it <laughs> but yeah no exactly there's just too much um i have too many streaming services and that's not even like to brag like i i ape them from other people too but like it's just i i i hate cable i don't miss cable tv at all mm, no but i do hate that literally every single channel has its own streaming service now like yeah was it, we're back to cable yeah much. did cb did cbs really need a streaming service did no. did nbc really need a streaming service i but get was, why they did it but yeah ugh. those two specifically i don't see those as justifiable there are some that, that i see as justifiable disney plus the disney catalog is absolutely enormous absolutely they, they could do a streaming channel um, right. We we subscribe to investigate sorry investigation discovery we we just uh, subscribe yeah. to Discovery Plus mostly for investigation discovery <laughs> but like you know Discovery has all sorts of like they have national not national geographic but they have National Geographic esque things that pretty much just rip off of National yeah, Geographic I, I think Discovery has like a huge catalog of other channels because they have like. Um... TLC and all those channels too and them too don't they yeah yeah and like the all the realtor shows all that good stuff and like my 600 pound life yeah I love uh, those. we we, yeah, um, we don't watch any of those but we, we do use that one a lot mostly for our murder porn hell yeah love porn. <laughs> but yeah no there's there's too many streaming options and I think there's I, I think that's a negative to the population because I liked this movie a lot. And if you're in the United States and you don't have Netflix, you probably won't, unless you pirate it, you probably won't be able to watch this movie. Yeah. And, and uh, it's just not worth buying. It's not worth getting a Netflix subscription just for this. So no one's going to watch it if they don't already have Netflix. Absolutely not. There, there's no point in getting a Netflix subscription for one movie. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I, I I would say you know it's it's worth it's worth the watch if you do have a Netflix subscription and um it, I really if you don't go it. to Japan. If you don't go to Japan, <laughs> I will not on record on air say I support pirating. Yeah, of course not. No, I, we would never pirate. Tej and I, we are law-abiding citizens. I am not a pirate at all. Despite our choice of mustaches, neither of us are pirates. We do have scurvy, so I don't know. Another problem with all the options is uh, I didn't. I would have never known about this movie if Tish had not brought it to my attention because yeah. everything just gets buried in Netflix. So they, the ones that have like the big stars, the A-list movies, they put them up as the banner, but then everything else is just sort of appears on Netflix at some point. When this came out back in like 2017, 2018 or so, Netflix put it on their front page for like two days or something. And then it was gone. If you didn't, if you weren't paying attention, you didn't know about it. 
Yeah. Um, and I feel like a lot of a lot of animated movies get that kind of that kind of treatment of the people who have been waiting for it and already know about it know when something's coming out. And everyone else, you have to kind of hope that you stumble upon it or that you just hear about it from word of mouth. And I think that's at some point, you know, sometimes that's cool. Sometimes it's just a chore. Like I'd rather just be able to find movies that I like. Yeah. Um, easily. Yeah. I can't tell you how many times I've been like trying to find something new. And then I find a top 10 list of something of that genre. And it's just like all the, the top 10 things of that genre, like the 10 most popular. I mean, I'm just like, I'm not looking yeah. for the most popular. I'm looking, obviously I've already watched the most popular. Ones. Exactly. <laughs> exactly <laughs> and usually they're all made by like the same three companies or something so it's just like the same movie that you're just watching over and over again i've watched i've seen so many top 10 lists where like three of the 10 is just like a trilogy and you're just like okay well you guys wasted a lot of space on this list i mean that must be a nice job dude <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like and a third of my list is done. Oh my god! <laughs> I don't know. I've I, I I feel like that's probably a horrible job. I would not want to be. Oh no! Yeah, it would probably the be person terrible. making. Yeah, you probably don't make a lot of money. No, it's probably like twenty dollars an article, so that's why they just have to like pump them out like they're mad people. Yeah. What donut are you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Take this quirky quiz. <laughs> Take this quiz and find out which flavor coffee that you should dip yourself into <laughs> it's a sequel to the donut quiz <laughs> haven't checked out the donut quiz there's a link in the description yeah <laughs> but but i think i think we got into the weeds yeah, well, a good bit that's fine that's out of there um but getting getting back to this closing thoughts um i thought that there was a lot of things that they did right in this movie and very few things that I would change without it compromising the story. Cause I, the point is not in my opinion to ch try to fix this by writing a whole new story. Um, you want to take the story that you have and try to build off of that. And yeah. I don't think there's much that can, that needs to be changed. No, I, I don't think so either. You know, I, I don't have a full perspective on it yet. Have, I haven't finished the trilogy. Yeah, yeah. Didn't seem like anything needed to be, be changed. And, you know, I still don't think there's any need to face Godzilla. I'm just like, hey, we lost fair and square. But other than that, I I, I like the story a lot. You know. Yeah. Um, the fut the futility of fighting Godzilla is something that I don't think is explored in other Godzilla movies as much yeah um this one it's really clear you guys are fighting against a brick wall and this yeah. brick wall has atomic weapons i feel like most godzillas it like ends with godzilla just being like okay you got me this time and then he goes off into the ocean and then it's like okay yeah he'll be back in 50 years maybe <laughs> yeah let's start rebuilding tokyo for the 80th time yeah but surprisingly everyone is mostly okay yeah <laughs> in this one it's like godzilla is like why are you guys trying yeah just like we're annoyed are, yeah we're just like flies to him 
Yeah, he doesn't even. It's like he doesn't even know. It, it's it's very clear that Godzilla does not care um, about the people that are fucking with him until they start like really coming at him. Then he's like, okay, let me just take care of that. Yeah, and then once once baby Godzilla gets got, man, shit hits the fan. Uh, then they're like, ah, I guess we have to worry about these little pesky ants. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so overall, but really liked it. I say out of ten. Um, you know, it wasn't wasn't my favorite of what we watched. I'm gonna give it a seven. I'd call it. I I would give it a seven too. Um, I think my biggest gripe. Even though I, I I liked the overall look, still think that the animation was not the animation, but like the the style of the of the people in the movie too gimmicky, too anime. You know what I mean? It doesn't. The aliens don't really look like aliens, and the people, every single person, other than people who are obviously in their like sixties. Everyone else looks like a fifteen-year-old boy, Definitely. even the women. Yeah, and you know, with, to the alien point, I'm not going to touch on the fifteen-year-old boy point, but um, the to the alien, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to the alien point, that that does always kind of annoy me. That like, um, when aliens look like humans, it's like, did you also evolve from chimpanzees? Like, do you have chimpanzees on your planet? And they're like, no. It's just like, oh, well, how did you happen? Shh. one of the few one of the few i think franchises that like was like let's figure that out i think was star trek in i forget which series it is but like there's just a part in star trek where it's explained like why do everyone in star trek look like just humans but with like slightly different prosthetics on their noses (laughs) it's like oh it's because he's because all of you all of like uh the galaxy or at least a lot of the galaxy was just like seeded with the dna of these like primitive ancient humanoids that just look like big-headed bald humans it's like okay you know what okay now everyone can look exactly the same but at least you acknowledged it in universe here they don't they make it seem like everyone is so different and you should know that's so crazy it's almost like yeah, so we we started off with a blank template person, sent them to a bunch of different planets, and you know some got dyed different colors, some of their heads grew different ways. <laughs> that, that, that's a good explanation. Good enough. What, what do you want? What, what do you want? What do you want from people? <laughs> yeah, yeah. How else am I supposed to explain this divergent evolution where everyone somehow has a nose and two eyes? Yeah, and you know what? Even if they didn't look humanoid. Kirk would probably still fuck him, so it's fine. I mean, that's what he was there for. <laughs> I think Kirk. I think Kirk gets a lot of get gets a lot of gaff when he was a fine. He was a fine uh, captain. He was incredibly smart. He just he just happened to also like fucking. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, you know, he he's a he's pretty much a sailor. And what are sailors known yeah. for, really? They stop into a port, they unload their baggage, and then they and leave then they that unload port. Their, <laughs> then they unload their baggage. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, you know what? Not that I'm a Kirk apologist, but like Kirk, like top of his class, and then you have Picard who 
got into like a drunken bar fight and gets stabbed in the heart when he's in Starfleet. So like, who's the bigger risk here? Yeah. Yeah, true. Uh, I wish I had more Star Trek knowledge to really get into the weeds with this one, but I, I do. Don't worry. It's all on Netflix. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so yeah, till next week, we'll catch you next time. This has been that cartoon podcast. Bye. Bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you like what we have going on, please subscribe to our channel. You can also find us on Instagram and Twitter at That Cartoon Podcast. Here, you'll be able to get all updates and episode insights. If you have any film suggestions, let us know on any of these platforms. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you on the next one.